Now here's the deal with Hannah and Abby, a conversation to bring the hope and light of Jesus into hard topics. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Here's the Deal. Today, we are going to be talking about money. But before we do, Hannah, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I had a really good weekend. Um, We had a church all-staff bowling tournament, which our team did not do too great, but we didn't do too awful. So, (laughs) but we had a lot of fun and walked away with some injuries, but we're okay. All right. How about you? Yeah. I mean, I also (laughs) went to the bowling tournament. Um, it was really great. Yeah. I think we have, <laughs> I think it's such a great thing. We had a lot of competitive people, competitive in a good way, mm-hmm. um, which made it super fun. Um, and I have been finishing up some work on a little short film that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So going to submit that tonight. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I started my second term. Oh, school. that's super exciting. So yes. Yeah. Did Thank you start you. yesterday? Ye- to, yes. Yes, I did. Okay. So. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Pause. I'm turn up my microphone real quick. Bloopers. <laughs> this is what goes this is on the real behind the scenes. Deal. The real deal. <laughs> okay. Um, that would be an interesting other podcast. Here's the deal, and then the real. The deal. real deal. Ooh. There yeah, yeah. Maybe keep an ear out for that. <laughs> we'll see. All right. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. Our word this month is peace. Mm -hmm. And so to go with that word, we chose to talk about money today. There's a lot of different aspects of that um, biblically versus what the world tells us and um, that going along with peace. You know, you like to have peace in your finances and with whatever's going on um, and just how you are able to live your life and what you do to to live your life. Um, But I have a quote here. it, it, it says, if you want to be rich, simply serve more people. Hmm. Um, and I think that goes along with, you know, the biblical principle of storing your wealth in heaven. It just cut out. Did you hear that? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> your wealth in heaven. Did you hear that? <laughs> my, my Is Jesus coming back? <laughs> No, my mic's been acting weird. <laughs> or my headphones. I guess it's my headphones. In heaven. Storing your treasures in heaven. Storing your treasures <laughs> in heaven. Rather rather than being so, um, <laughs> so driven by finances and money and things of this world. Right. And that being what we strive for. Putting that aside. And while you do need certain things to live, obviously, um, really going out there and serving others and serving the Lord with that money that you have. Not saying that you give up literally everything so you're on the streets, but using it wisely to be able to still bring glory to God and serve others with that. Well, and I think it's important to have that mindset because we live in a world where everything is derived by money. Mm -hmm. Everything. You know, um, just a little funny Side note is because I looked up, I was just curious as like, what was the first few things to pop up if I looked up money quotes? Mm-hmm. And a few, of the, a few of the things that popped up was, um, these are just a few quotes and it's, to get rich, you have to be making money while you're asleep. If you can't count your money, work harder. I need money, not a job. Life is a game. Money keeps the score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so like, those are some of the first top quotes that pop up another one was like money makes you powerful Mm -hmm. or something or like money was the the root to power 
to power, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting because we live in a world where people just want things handed to them. People aren't want, they're not willing to work. They just Mm -hmm. want things handed to them. They just want the easiest thing that just comes quickly and... Or on the flip side, they become so obsessed with work because of the money that you can make from it. Right. That that is what your life is centered around. You you forget about relationships. You forget about your relationship with the Lord. And it's just all about work and how can I win the game of life? How can I get money? How can I be successful by the world's definition? Right. Well, and then you're looking at, so then at what point is is your money guiding you? Is your finances mm-hmm. guiding you? What are you trusting in the Lord? Because I think a lot of people don't have peace in their finances. Mm-hmm. What was the the isn't there a song that's like working for the weekend or something yeah right and the thing is is like it's not bad to work Mm -hmm. it's not i mean in first thessalonians like if if he who does not work does not eat right like we are supposed to work Mm -hmm. and when we have peace in our finances we're actually able to be more excited about life and enjoy life without being stressed Mm -hmm. um when it comes to constantly being worried about when like for example if you have a ton of bills that need to be paid and you're being greedy with your money Mm -hmm. are you tithing I think tithing is so important Mm -hmm. because no matter what even if you're living paycheck to paycheck where there is literally no wiggle room whatsoever if you're still continuing to tithe God no matter what God's going to take care of you like he will take care of his people. And I think mm-hmm. it's important. Um, so it's like we should be having a, a cheerful heart when we're giving, when we're giving back to the Lord. It shouldn't be a greedy thing. It shouldn't be something where it's like, oh, I have to give this much mm-hmm. of my money to tithe. Like, no, that's not how it should be. And when you actually have that intent of that you're giving to the Lord with a cheerful heart, God's going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to give you his peace. Well, and he does provide. And I, I think... I mean, not everybody. So a tithe is a tenth of your earnings. Um, And we are instructed to give the first tenth of of our earnings. And you see that um, all throughout the Bible with, you know, crops and and goods like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Lord truly does provide, um, even if you are super tight on money, Um, you know, you can still you can still get that 10 percent in and the Lord will still take care of you. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard from so many people. And so many Christians who who hadn't tithed and then they started tithing and then they said, even though my finances, my financial situation, you know, I didn't get a raise, I didn't get extra income. The Lord provided over abundantly. Once I started tithing, I wasn't as stressed about money and it didn't seem as tight, even though, you know, the number might be the same. The Lord still provided in that way. Um, And I think the mindset that you have for money also drives drives that, you know, Mm -hmm. if you are so if you are tight on money but you're so worried about money because you need all of these things, no matter how much money you get, you will never be content. Mm-hmm. You you won't feel like you've you've made it and you've reached your goal. Right. Um, there's so many people out there that it saddens my heart to see that they are just so driven by the new thing, winning the game of life, which they yep. say all the time. And that's not how it's it's not how it's looked at. And they're they're finding success through what the world finds as success. It's all about numbers. It's all about status. But that's not what we're called 
to find our success in as believers. Right. We are called to serve the Lord and to serve others and, you know, live with living within our means as well. You know, Dave Ramsey says, live like no one else does now so you can live like no one else does later. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that if you have a goal financially, that's not a bad thing. Right. You know, um, it's it's an OK thing to say, hey, someday this would be an awesome thing. Mm hmm. But you do also have to, you know, evaluate, okay, well, that sounds good now. If I don't do that right now, then that's a potential for my future. Whereas if I do that now, that could ruin my future. Mm -hmm. Um, And really evaluating where your money goes and who it's serving. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be selfish with your money. That doesn't mean you can't buy yourself things. (laughs) Right. But it's being wise and being careful and using that discernment. Well, and I think, so what comes to my mind anytime that when I think of tithing, when I think of giving Mm -hmm. back, um, is in Luke 21. Um, It's one through four. I'm just going to go ahead and read it real quick. And it's, and he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a, a certain poor widow Uh, putting in two mites. So he said, truly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all for all these out of her, out of their abundance have put in offerings for God, but she out of her poverty put in all of the livelihood that she had. And I think that's so important because it's like when you get more money, people become more greedy with that. Mm -hmm. They don't, they don't, um, what's the word? Um, increase their tithe when their pay increases Mm -hmm. right and that I think that's so important because the reality is is that they just gave offerings as he said in Luke 21 Mm -hmm. it said that he gave they gave offerings to the Lord out of their abundance but she out of her poverty gave everything that she had Mm -hmm. right like that and and I think that's important to keep in mind because it's like no matter what you're going through um like for me, I, last year, right when I got my car, it was, I was really tight with money. Mm-hmm. It was really tight and I needed to get new tires and then I needed to get an alignment and I had money saved for it and I knew exactly how much I needed to have to go pay for it. And when they took it in, they said, actually, so like I got my new tires and then they're like, we can't do the alignment for another uh, week cause we're booked out. So then I still had to drive my car. <laughs> without having an alignment and when I went back to have the alignment they were like well actually we can't do the alignment because you have these two brackets that are broken and they're like and we can't get you in today you have to go for another like another time and then this is they gave me the quote and oh my gosh it was it was a lot (laughs) it was a lot and the thing is is that I was really upset when I first saw it because I'm like this is ridiculous. Like, why do I have to pay this much? And the reality is, is after I gave it, I gave myself a whole day because I was like, I I gave myself time to really decide what I wanted to do Mm because I didn't have to get it fixed, but I, it, I could have gotten to a really bad accident if I didn't. Mm -hmm. And it didn't occur to me until about like halfway through that day that it was like, my reality is that I have the money to pay for it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to because that's not what the rest of my savings is going towards because I'm putting myself through school right now. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was being saved up for. And in my heart, I did not want to pay as much as I needed to to get those brackets fixed and the alignment. But when I looked back, it was like, but you know what? God knew that this was going to happen mm-hmm. and he provided the money. I'm like, I can look on the bright side and the bright side is that I have the money to be able to pay for it right now. Mm -hmm. Yes, I don't want to spend this money on it, but 
I know that God is going to still provide. And sure enough, I'm going into my second term and I am paying for school out of pocket and it is, it's not easy, but I am continuing to, to trust the Lord and through that, having his ultimate peace. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that not like, not being greedy with the things that you have, knowing that God will put things in your life for a reason and some our path we, we we do not plan our life we can mm-hmm. we can make plans and start the steps but god is the one who ultimately guides us right well in luke sixteen ten it says one who is faithful in a very little thing is also is also faithful in much and he who's who is unrighteous in a very little thing is also unrighteous in much mm-hmm. um and just that that idea of of being faithful with whatever the lord has given you at any stage of life and even if he's given you a little bit to still be faithful with that, mm-hmm. because if it grows, you still need to remain faithful with it. You can't just all of a sudden, you know, be selfish with your money. If you have a right. lot of money The you know, if you're able to to buy someone lunch that is in need, mm-hmm. then that's a wonderful thing to do. You know, yeah. being able to still look out and say, you know, I can still give in these little things, mm-hmm. even if it's not in huge amounts. The idea of, of just not being selfish with your money and having that giving spirit, mm-hmm. you know, still being wise and paying your own bills and all of those things. But if you're able to to serve others and serve the Lord in that way, mm-hmm. then why not have the heart to do so? Right. Well, and, and using what God gives you, mm-hmm. because the reality is, is that we have our jobs because God made it possible for us to have our jobs. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, our work is not for ourselves. We should be having the mindset and intention of that everything we're doing, doesn't matter where you work, but everything you do, you still do it for the Lord. And I think that's a great mindset to have is, you know, it doesn't matter if you're cleaning toilets. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if you are a lunch lady. It doesn't matter if you work in retail or if you work, um, in fast food, no matter what you're doing, um, do what you do for the Lord. And, you will have peace and and it's his peace mm-hmm. and i think what's whoa that was loud my bible just slammed <laughs> anyway um it is it is a quote that i heard um and it's based off of philippians 4 7 and it's when we put our problems in god's hands he puts his peace in our hearts mm-hmm. and that's um philippian that's taken from Philippians 4, 7, which is the peace of God surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in in Christ Jesus. And the reality is, is that no matter what your financial situation is right now, when you place that in God's hands, he's going to give you peace in your heart. And the thing is, is that sometimes people will look at you and they'll be like, I don't, and it's true because sometimes when somebody is really, really going through something hard, they don't have to go tell everybody about it. Mm-hmm. God can still give that person that peace, even when that person has no one, no idea. I mean, it literally said the peace of God surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. We could have no idea of what's going on, but still have the peace of God, knowing that it's all going to be okay. Right. Well, and adding on to that, um, on the subject uh, of money and just things that we are given by the Lord, we are called to be good stewards of Mm -hmm. the things given to us. And that is, you know, making those wise financial decisions. And I mean, if you if you have a house or a car, caring for that item, because that is something that we have been given um, and 
and we need to be good stewards of everything that we are given from the Lord. Um, and that's not to be not to be reckless, not to be negligent, but to really view everything as a gift from the Lord and say, I need to <laughs> I need to take care of this. I need to be a good steward of this so that I can still serve the Lord wisely and go about his work. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the verses that I was thinking about as I was talking was Second Corinthians nine seven. It's so let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God's for God loves a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. And what I love about that is that even when it comes to tithing, we should be intentional about that. It's not just because you know you need to do that as a Christian. Mm-hmm. You should be wanting to do that, right? And I think that's important. To keep in mind that when it comes to your finances, it's not that you're you're needing to do certain things. Like being a Christian, it's not just a checklist that you just check things mm-hmm. off. Oh, did my prayer today. Oh, read my Bible. Oh, I tithed this this paycheck. Like that's not that's not what it means to be a Christian. And I think that's important about how we need to be intentional. It's not done out of a necessity. It's not done begrudgingly. It is because we truly care and it's because we also have our relationship with Christ Mm -hmm. and we want to deeper that relationship with him it's a heart to serve and I think you know there's a lot of there's a lot of religions out there that are work-based faiths and you know some people try to argue that Christianity you have to do all of these things um but we 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 are want to do all of these things because of that relationship we have with the Lord Mm -hmm. just like if you have a friendship or you have any relationship you still want to do things to grow that relationship Mm -hmm. You know, following the Lord's word is how we grow our relationship with the Lord. Spending time with him is how we grow our relationship with him and obeying what he tells us to do. He is he is our father. He's our creator that grows our relationship with him and deepens that. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to just, you know, neglect all of those things and say, hey, I have this kind of relationship, but I'm going to go about and do whatever. No, that's not that's not how you continue to strengthen a relationship. You put in the effort and you do these things so that your relationships can grow. Well, and it's important to not lose sight of that because mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was thinking about this lately um, in First Chronicles ten. Um, obviously, there was a lot that led up to it too, but it it talks about it says um, Saul died for his unfaith- unfaithfulness, mm-hmm. which he had commit where he ha- which he had committed against the Lord because he consulted a medium for guidance. And I think that is just so interesting because it is important to not lose sight of continuing to pursue your relationship with Christ because no matter what, he will guide us. And when we're not when we're not connecting with the Lord, when we're not seeking him out on a daily basis, we kind of like what we talked about last week about doubt and how when we lose sight of Christ, we don't know where we're going. Mm-hmm. And the reality is Saul died. It literally said that Saul died because of his unfaithfulness and he seeked out a medium for guidance. Mm-hmm. He didn't seek Christ. And I think that's that's so important to just to just sit and digest and think on because this no matter what, no matter what your finances are, no matter what problems, no matter what doubt you're going through, you need to be seeking Christ through it all and that's one of the things that we wanted to do this mm-hmm. month by having peace, having peace be our word of the month is that we wanted to be seeking it out. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, you know, there's a lot of people that, that look to the world for their peace. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like Saul looked to a medium, people look for advice from the world. But the world's definition of 
so many things is different from the Lord's definition. We don't want to be seeking for, you know, what success might look like from the world because mm-hmm. that's way different than than what a true success in the Lord looks like. Exactly. And, you know, same with financial wisdom, you know, like there, there are people out there that give, give good financial advice, but you also need to take that and apply that to your own life biblically mm-hmm. um, and not just, you know, say, okay, well, I'll do this because I was told to do this. Obviously, be wise with your money, you know, investments, all these things are great. But not seeking, not going out and seeking, okay, well, there's these influencers that tell me this. You know, that's huge in the world right now. But are they truly living a rich life? You know, right. when you look at what truly matters, you know, your your relationship with the Lord is ultimately what matters the most. But also your relationships with your friends, your families, your spouses, your significant others, all of these things, that is what makes life rich. Mm-hmm. You know, those relationships and serving the Lord and glorifying Him in everything that you do. A rich life is that. It's not about money and finances. Right. It's about serving the Lord and finding wealth in that community serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, that is very different from what the world tells us to do. The world will tell you, you need this type of car. You need to be able to do all of these different things. You need this house. Yeah. That's not the definition of success, and that won't bring you joy. Yeah. Serving the Lord will bring you joy. And no, much how, no matter how much money you accumulate, the money will not bring you joy. Exactly. And... If, if any of you guys are, are struggling or are having um, a really tough financial situation, mm-hmm. lean on God. Lean on God, and it's not, it's not a bad idea to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that is God's answer is that you ask for help in what you're going through. And you could also pray that God brings people into your life to help you with that financial situation. And God can, he will, and he cares about you and he will bless you. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. I'm, and I mean, praying for wisdom and discernment is huge as well. You know, the Lord, the Lord can still provide and show you another way that you can potentially make your situation work out mm-hmm. without, you know, necessarily having to, to rely on other people providing financially. Other people can, you know, give you give you wisdom and direction as well, which is wonderful to ask for, to ask for help. But the Lord can also open up doors to say, oh, well, this is another option for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should go down this road. Well, and that's what I meant Mm -hmm. by, by praying that God brings people in your life to help you. Um, Maybe that's a mentor. Maybe that's somebody Mm -hmm. to help you with your finances, um, to help you manage your money and, and stuff like that. And, you know, you never know. God God has everything happen for a reason, and he is the one who is guiding us. Um, but don't give up and keep pursuing him just, just on that weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Do you have... You have a question, Abby? <laughs> um, sure. I can, I can come up with a question really quick. <laughs> what is... <laughs> What is the most far-fetched ice cream flavor you would eat? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, so since it was on your mind, what was your answer? So I'm from Oregon. Um, I'm from Salem, and Portland is just about an hour's drive away. And there's this amazing ice cream shop called Salt and Straw, and there's it's a chain. There's it's in more places than just Portland, uh-huh. but it's delicious. My favorite one from there. It's not the most interesting one that I would eat, but. My favorite is their snickerdoodle ice cream, and they have, like, actual chunks of snickerdoodle cookies in their vanilla ice cream, and it's delicious, Mm -hmm. but they also have ones that are, like, I don't know the types of cheese, but there's, like, a cheese and honey one or, like, lavender, all these different ones. Oh, I would try lavender. I don't... I I would probably... I might... I would... If it was, like, a cheese and honey, 
combination, I might try that. I don't know if I would like it, but I would try it. If it tasted like cheesecake, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> well, you see, I don't know but how it would taste in ice cream. Th- exactly. Because it's be not like chunks of cheese. It's just like the... It's made into the ice cream. I mean, but what I really do not like is I love pistachios, but I do not like pistachio ice cream. I cannot stand pistachio ice cream. I Yeah, I can't do pistachio ice cream or like pistachio lattes. Ugh, no, can't do those. But I love yeah. pistachios. Absolutely love mm-hmm. them. They're Just amazing. Just can't do the ice cream and stuff. I don't know what's with it. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Did you know? I kind of have a fun fact, though. Okay. <laughs> I think you do know this, though. <laughs> um, that avocado was is actually used as a dessert in certain parts of the world. That it is, like, you just chop up an avocado with ice and sweet, like, um, sweetened condensed milk. Really? And I'm like... <laughs> what i love avocados i love avocados too and i was watching a video of this guy making it and he said that's why he thought it was the weirdest thing that we put avocado on toast he thought it was the weirdest thing for the longest time because it was seen as like a as like a dessert well maybe we'll have to make that dessert hannah i'm really interested i i it i mean avocados don't have a ton of flavor they don't and i what i was told is because the they're very like creamy because you can use avocados as like substitutes when you're baking certain right. different things because of how they are and so like in my mind I'm like yeah maybe but then I'm also like but would it be good that's so I don't interesting know. it's a bit it would be very interesting to yeah. try okay listeners if you have tried this <laughs> dessert I would love to know let us know if it's good or not um and if we make it we'll update you so maybe we'll make a reel of us doing it yeah <laughs> show our reaction but give us, a, give us a review or comment on our instagram post yes for one the most exotic ice cream flavor you've had and for two if you've had this avocado dessert right. thing i'm really interested <laughs> me too okay and that's all, right. all we have for today so thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week there's the deal for this week's episode. Be sure to share with your friends and family. You can follow us at Here's the Deal Pod on Instagram. We would love to hear from you in a comment or review. 